Hey, hello? Hello? Hey, what's up, Noah? It's been a hot minute. How you doing? Yeah, I'm, I'm doing good. Oh, you got some we got some vibrant juices in your voice. I'm sorry, that was weird. I'm sorry. <laughs> good to hear from you, bro. How you been? Um, you know, I think that I was uh trying to keep up with schoolwork. I got you. Oh man, talking about school. That just brings me back, man. You in college now or are you still in high uh, school? No, I'm still in high school. Okay, what last year or what? Uh next year is my last year. Oh, so you're I'm a junior, junior right now. Yes. Okay, I got you. Man, time flies by so quick, man. Oh my goodness. Yeah. I know you're ready for school to be over, bro, huh? Yeah. I'm also worried about it. So Well, I got a question. So I mean like uh have you always been doing like an uh an online school or is this like the first time No. Okay. This is um like we started doing online school um last year, like when everything started shutting down. And then, yeah, with COVID, right? Yeah. So yeah. I was always in person. Um, okay. Before then. Okay, I wasn't really sure because I think I talked to someone about it. Like I was just curious what their thoughts were because I, I I wasn't sure if they were like in school or not. Like I'm talking about like physically in the school yeah. or not. And I'm like, and I think someone told me that I was like, no, nah, they've they've had an online school pretty much most of the time anyway so this wasn't like any big change for them yeah it'd be a big change for me though oh my goodness i would i would hate uh i don't know just knowing how i am bro like if i'm in my own house and i gotta turn on the camera like all these other (laughs) oh yeah i refuse to turn my camera on (laughs) oh really yeah (laughs) word (laughs) they don't mandate it (laughs) i got a question so what's your screensaver looking like then um, my <laughs> like the background of my computer, it's still my uh, uh schedule, so I can tell when I have to go to class. Well, no, no, I, I'm sorry, not screensaver, but I guess like the your your avatar picture oh, when you're online, um, like in your classes. They uh, our school district, they gave us our own um emails, oh, so okay. it's just our like uh, it's like a green icon with like the letter N in it. Oh, okay. Pretty boring. Got it. Yeah. <laughs> they took our um, ability to be creative. Do that um, a couple <laughs> years back. Yeah, for obvious for, reasons. Let's be yeah, real. Yeah. <laughs> I have a gonna say what's on my mind. But yo, what's up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of the Last Hope Radio. Good to be back. Noah, it's good to hear you again, man. I know you was going through it a little bit, and you know you're busy with other things. But it's good to have you back here, bro. Yeah. I'm happy to be back. Yeah, man. And uh, Chobbs, uh, Chobbs um, she says she, she may be late. She got a lot of things to do. I was actually yeah. playing some Destiny 2. I didn't invite you. It was kind of late. I wish I would have said something earlier. I don't know why I didn't consider you before, but yeah, we were trying to play some Trials. It didn't really, Our third didn't really come through, per se. I guess it was like a big time issue, and uh, we ended up playing like competitive PvP for, mm. you know, like from like 11 to like now, pretty much. Seems like a good break of time. Bro, it was fun, though, man. It felt good to be back, man. Like, I, it's been a while since I played Destiny 2 PvP, and it just felt good to play again. Like, I know I give the game a lot of flack, and I guess this is, like, a good segue to kind of talk about what I want to talk about next week, like, you know, more in-depth, is that, like, I kind of wanted to really appreciate, you know, what Destiny 2 has to offer right now. Um, and I'm, I'm saying that because I spent some time playing destiny one last week. Mm. And even though I had like a lot of fun, like I had a lot of fun, 
but some of the quality of life, some of the quality of life improvements that are in Destiny 2, um, I definitely noticed and I appreciate a lot more because I was playing Destiny 1 yeah. and they didn't have it. Like class abilities. Yeah, that always trips me up when I get like, on Bro. D1. <laughs> you, ever try, you ever try to pull up a, a rally barricade as a Titan? You're like, uh, this ain't working. <laughs> uh, so where's the barricade again? Right, it's B. Um, you just crouching, huh? That's what you're gonna do, huh? Right. So like, there's like the class abilities that I miss. Uh, the convenience of travel. That's a huge oh, one. Yeah. And don't get me wrong. I was I was talking to my buddy Ryan. You know, shout out to uh, preacher. Uh, you know, he he's um I you know I kind of crushed him one v one actually <laughs> multiple times. Uh-huh. Yeah, thank you. Uh, <laughs> um, but when we were playing together, I told him I said, hey, honestly, I can kind of look over the quality of life improvements just for a good game. I'm not, I know I, I just, I, 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 I think over time I said destiny two was kind of like a boring game. It's gotten to that point over time for me, mm-hmm. but I, um, I realized that I was being more, I was being more negative on the game. It's, it's not that I don't have a problem pointing out its critiques. I always want to make sure that I provide maybe like some ideas that it could be better or maybe suggestions. Right. Mm-hmm. And um, I think overall, like any time I would log on to Destiny, I would get so bored and I would just harper on what I didn't like about the game. And I was just ignoring some of the good things that Destiny has to offer. Some of the gems in the rough. Yeah. And well, I don't know. And I just feel that. Uh, I mean, like I said, there's nothing wrong with having uh, low expectations for any kind of game. I think that's perfectly fine. I just yeah. think what's damaging is having bad expectations. And if that's like your focus of a game, because a game is not all bad. It's just yeah. that's subjective. That's what I'm exactly. It's subjective anyway. And I, I it was just affecting my enjoyment of the game. Your and perspective. I, seriously, yeah. It definitely just shaped my approach to it and everything. And like some of the things that they were bringing that I thought were good. I would it would be overlooked by my experience and my perspective of the game overall, and it was just mostly negative, and I didn't want to do that. Um, but yeah, so playing Destiny One kind of brought that back to life for me. It kind of yeah, it was a breath of fresh air. De- Destiny One will still always be fun to me, but playing Destiny One also reminded me that the you know the quality of life that Destiny Two has, I really do appreciate. Yeah, how about Mantling? Come on. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously, man. When was the last time you played Destiny 1? Um, the last time I played Destiny 1 was, I think, like, a month ago or so. I wanted to... I think I played, like, um, an old House of Wolves mission. Where? Uh, it was uh, the one on Venus. And uh, mm. okay. um, I hopped on one of the pikes, and I was like, oh, this is weird. <laughs> because I've been so used to like the um pike controls and another thing, like you said, the movement, it was mm-hmm. bizarre to me to be like, Oh, I can't just go to the tower. I have to go back to orbit. Yeah. That yeah. took a little bit of like a, oh yeah, well, this is how I have to do it now. Yeah, man. And I don't know, but yeah. I agree with you. I uh, do. I think uh, I remember I played some strikes. Like the strikes were still fun. Yeah. Um. Do you? I remember they implemented a point system. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And the uh, strike scoring. Yeah, and then like I don't know if the strike scoring had a reward attachment to it. I'm not really sure, 
Maybe it um, did. It did, yeah, because that's how people got Icebreaker back in year three. That's yeah. why everyone ran Nightfalls, is to get, like, um, as high of a score you could, and then you'd get a small, like, microscopic chance of getting Icebreaker, but it was still something to die for. Yeah, dude, I would say bring that back, too. Like, I, I like that. Like, I want a reason to do strikes. Like, I want them to be fun. I think I noticed as well, I think the Destiny 1 strikes are a little bit shorter. Maybe. Yeah. Uh, they, they're definitely not as drawn out as normal strikes are. Yeah. I guess you could say that's probably why I enjoyed them more. But at the same time, the I think the boss fight mechanics at the end weren't. They I weren't mean, just grab ball, slam it in wall, damage phase. Right. Boss goes immune. Let's kill ads. Ads mm-hmm. clear out. Boss is unimmune for no reason. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I, um, I, I, I would appreciate that. And then, like, I, I forgot all about the skeleton keys you can oh, randomly yeah. get. And then you actually have a chance to get an additional reward based off the skeleton key, even though it was RNG, but the chest was at the end of each strike. So if you did get the key from the boss, because I believe the skeleton keys drop from the boss, you just pick it up. And yeah. then uh, the, 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 the chest would always be there, regardless if you had a skeleton key or not. But it was nice. And, uh, man, I... I don't know if they've ever talked about that, but like just something like that. Like I want them to bring PVE back to life. And I did actually, I did enjoy Destiny 2 PVP, like going back into it. Like I was getting my mojo back. You know what I'm saying? I was like, yeah. all right, I'll get my butt whooped though with, with Hawkmoon. <laughs> oh my gosh. Oh man. Oh, wait, speaking of Hawkmoon, I actually just started the quest back up again. Like uh-huh. I just resumed where I left off I, because I was confused on where to go. Yeah. I just and and then I looked it up on YouTube and I'm like I went inside that same exact location and I couldn't find it maybe because I didn't turn left or something but yeah I was like oh okay so I'm I'm gonna I'm now I'm at the point where now mind you for people for the people that are listening I didn't get the Hawk Moon yet um I this is my first time getting the Hawk Moon uh, in Destiny two so uh, I'm still completing that part of the quest. So um I'm at the point now where I have to get either like PVP kills or like Gambit oh. kills. Yeah, I'm having a lot of fun. I really am. Like, I'm not even thinking about it so much, but I, I was just having fun, like, living in the moment and just trying to put my focus elsewhere. Like, and I was playing with Chobs as well, mm-hmm. like I said earlier. Um, it was it was fun. Like, we lost some games. We won more games than we lost. But I was just having a good time and uh, trying not to focus, like, you know, why Destiny 2 can be so boring sometimes. Which, yeah. hey, I mean, it happens, you know? Yeah. I, it's I, like, not immune yeah. to being bored. Yeah, like uh, I, I would say, and I agree. Yeah, right. No, no game is safe from like boredom. You know, like I said, boredom is subjective anyway. Yeah. Um, but I would say uh, I, I still stand by this. I still think that I still believe that uh, um, there's a better way for them to implement quests to get us drawn in to do some activities because I think personally that the Hawkwing quest is a little bit drawn out. Oh, yeah. too, I think it's a little too long, and then on top of it too, I from what I understood, because my my buddy, uh, 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 shout out to Brandon, you know, uh, uh, or Oofies, whatever he uh, he told me his experience playing Destiny Two on uh, and on uh, on PlayStation, he said that he had to do like the quest again, like to get the random rolls for the Hawk Moon, like when you get it for the first time. There is like an available slot for yeah. a random roll perk. Right, right. I was trying to do that mission at solo. I'm never doing it again. <laughs> well, no, we gotta play more often, bro. Like, even if we don't do trials, 
uh, yeah. we, we should just like play more often because I'm trying to get back into the game more. And uh, I, I, I mean, if I'm gonna if I'm gonna talk about Destiny on a podcast, it's good that I play it more often. Right? Yeah. <laughs> uh, makes, a... makes a lot of sense. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> but um, well, first of all, I know you so, say so you don't have the Hawk Moon uh, with random rules yet. No, correct? I do not. Um, I tried to do the Harbinger mission. Um. Uh, and I got to the final, or, like, one of the two final rooms. Yeah. And uh, I have a strong hatred for taking hobgoblins. <laughs> um, because I may or may not have died to them about 15 times. Where? Even with, like, everything I could muster, like... I was rocking Night Stalker, like going invis every four seconds. It, it still wasn't enough. Word, dang! I was gonna say, my, I think I'm next to hobgoblins for me, what's what's number one when it comes to the taken race is just the normal goblins that guard people. <laughs> Hate those dudes. Oh my gosh, man! I would say thank goodness for the uh, for the ability to use your finisher. So even if they're being quote unquote oh, shielded, yeah. you can just knock them out. Heck yeah. <laughs> Dude, man. I think that's another thing the community takes granted for finishers. Yeah, seriously. They're so cool and they're so useful. Seriously. Yeah, yeah I would I would definitely. Yeah, you're right. That's another thing too. I, I'm excited for next week even more because I, I, I really have to I don't think you really have to dig to find the positive in Destiny or the good things in Destiny too. I just think like everyone else makes it out to be. Like right. I've watched countless YouTube videos in the past month where people are just complaining. And half the time I agree with their criticisms. I just think that they're missing they're not looking at it from the perspective of the casual, I guess, but we're not like casual Destiny players where semi-hardcore we play like often yeah. it's not like we're not we play an hour and then get off maybe when yeah. there's nothing to do sure when you sit in orbit for 30 minutes and say no <laughs> that's happened to me so many times yep <laughs> i'm like all right time to play the game i smack my hands together start rubbing them you know i'm just i'm being weird but you know what i'm saying i would like want to play and i would sit there in orbit and i'm like man this is I'm not feeling it. I didn't even start anything yet. And I would just get bored. That's because I'm not doing anything, but I guess just thinking about the game and how bored the I got. dauntingness. Yeah. Being bored. Seriously. I miss the days where, like, um, I would log on to the game and be just barraged with content. Like, what do I want to do? Do I want to go play Forges? Do I want to go play Menagerie? What do I want to do? Yeah. Those year two, I don't think I've ever said this before, but year two will for always be my favorite um, era of D2. Year two for me um, felt like the most genuine content drops in a while. Mm -hmm. Like Black 4 or the Black Armory, Mm -hmm. that was awesome. That gave us new weapons that actually like made us feel like we were building our own weapons. Although those quests were incredibly drawn out, it still felt like hey, I'm building this weapon and I'm going to go kill stuff with it. Yeah. Like, I handcrafted this. And then, like, Joker's Wild um, gave us Gambit Prime, which was an amazing uh, evolution of Gambit, which I still think Gambit needs evolution. Yeah. Um, And then Menagerie, which still to this day is loved by everyone. 
Yeah, I w- yeah, I was gonna say, and all those things you named, like they can all be improved in some kind of way. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I think the problem for me and for other people that have done the same thing, we would just we would look at we would look at what needs to be improved and solely focus on the fact that Bungie just did something wrong. Yeah. Like I'm like, no, 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 they they did something right. It's just like, hey, how can they we make this a better? Bit of polish, right? Yeah, well, how can we make this better, or how, what what can we add to it that can make this even more exciting or give it longevity? Right? Yeah. Like like the even the 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 black armory, the forging. Like people thought, like, hey, I'm gonna forge my weapon. And granted, you forge it, but it's like you think about it. You just do the activity, and then you do this quest that you make sure you have this quest for this weapon, and then it drops, right? Yeah. So, so you're not like building anything per se, but it'd be nice if we could, like, you know, make it personal. You know, I would yeah. love that. And then, like, maybe add a mod. Like, just a lot of games that just like this. We have mods for that now, right? That's what mods yeah. are. Mods are like just the additional attachments we can, quote unquote, you know. uh add for a weapon to make it better but um or maybe if uh you could take it into 801 and she could uh like uh i don't know give it a special uh marking on it maybe to like make it personal yeah this is another form of transmog like for weapons yeah and uh i I don't i don't know how often they do something like that for weapons i mean it doesn't have to be a call of duty thing per se like um come up with something new you know yeah that'd be cool Actually, I forgot to even uh, bring this up, but for the people that don't have the Hawkmoon, I know we were talking about that earlier. Um, if just in case you you haven't gotten it yet, or you don't know what the perks you're gonna get, like the, the for example, the intrinsic perk is what people really want to know, right? It's yeah. uh, it's called Paracausal Shot. Now I don't know if they made any updates on this since like since the second quest, but they uh, from what I can see here, it's called Paracausal Shot. And it, it, it means final blows and precision hits with Hawkmoon grant stacks of paracausal damage. The final round of the magazine, though, deals bonus damage based on the number of stacks or headshots stowing. Uh, and it's a stowing Hawkmoon on the final round removes the bonus. So basically, if you, I think, I, and my, and like, this is definitely made for PvP. I know that. But yeah. when, I, when I read that, I think about bosses. Yeah. You know what I mean? I feel like if you can just keep popping them in the head. You know what I think? I think of Callus. I know. What's his name? No. Sweatstickle? <laughs> Sweatstickle. I'm quite sure he came out with a YouTube video. Shout out to Sweatstickle. If you haven't heard of him, he's like he's a, he's a very uh, entertaining YouTuber. He streams and plays a lot of Destiny. You can just type in Sweatstickle, all one word. It sounds terrible. But uh, he he he's known for uh, taking exotics from the game and just using... Uh, and callus. Yeah, yeah. Basically, using using callus <laughs> as like a, a sandbox tester. You're right. He definitely. Uh, man, I miss callus. Yeah, man. And for the listeners, for those who don't know who callus is, callus is a PVE boss that was on the Leviathan. You know, um, I think the very first boss, Ray, Ray boss, yeah, yeah, Ray, Ray boss. Yeah, in Destiny Two, right? Yeah. I missed that too, by the way. I actually put up uh, recently uh, yeah, I saw a movie. That. Dude, I was so excited <laughs> to watch it again. <laughs> it was so cool, man. I was like, yo, I got to put this back on the page. Hey, yo, quick plug, man. If you guys want to see some extra content, man, that I do, hey, you go to Wayne's World Facebook page, man. Okay, I put a lot of content on there. So anyway, um, yeah, so for the Hawk Moon, that, that's what it is. That's Paracausal Shot. Um, I think... Now that I really thought about it, that's that's one of the reasons why I'm pursuing it, because I think I really would have a good time using it. 
And um, there's other perks. The for it are cool. Yeah, yeah, I see some of them. Yeah, they're really nice. I see a black one. Yeah, that's the one I have. The on Ashen Wings. Very, I bought that as soon as I got it. Very nice looking, man. And I was gonna say, there's there's a lot of from what I see here. Um, you can get a a, a barrage of different kind of perks, like you know for. Uh, you know, like the normal perks you would get, like opening, you could get opening shot, moving target, surplus, eye of the storm, quick draw, killing wind. I'm not going to read what all these perks are. That's a little much. Um, but you can get stuff for like your barrels, uh, grips. Like there's multiple different ones you can get. And I think this is, I think these are like the perks you can actually farm, like to get the yeah. random rolls. You can get, uh, if I remember correctly, you can get. Two random roll Hawkmans per character per week. Yeah. Oh, wait, it's limited per week? What? Uh, I believe so. So you get two on each character um, from just completing it. So you yeah. get the random roll Hawkmoon, and then you can get the Catalyst, which gives it more magazine size, which seems counterintuitive to me hmm. because of the whole perk thing. Like, if you have 11 or... It goes from eight to eleven. Yeah. So it's like, what four extra bullets? That's four extra bullets you have to kill people with and not die. Or just get four. Or just go four additional headshots. Yeah. But I'm the obviously everyone wanted it to be PvP, and I mean, right. But I was gonna say, I think they did make some changes though, didn't they? I could have swore they did. Um, like regarding that perk of how Paracosm. I think, think they did. Yeah. I don't. Have you seen the uh, new uh, uh, random thing? Have you seen the new um, trials armor? Yes, I actually shared that on Discord. Heck yeah, it looks good. It looks. Ooh. Y'all it like looks it? Wonderful. I was gonna say I thought you vomited. I thought you said it looks. No. <laughs> no, it, it's wonderful. Yeah, it um, looks good, man. Uh, I uh, so Tuesday is what I'm looking forward to. Um, because we get the trailer for next season, which Word. always gets me excited. Touche. Um, Touche. So, uh, I have a feeling we're going to get um, Cabal. Obviously, that's what everyone's thinking. Is It's the Cabal. Um, the Leviathan, I think, is what Paul Taffy threw around. Is that like, oh, we're, we might be going to the Leviathan, which, give it back to me, please. Um <laughs> Which, um, and then obviously, uh, we'd probably get Wrathborn again, which, eh. But as long as they're improving those boss fights, I'm fine with it. And then, uh. Oh, question for you. I know this is. Oh, God, I'm gonna let you finish. My fault, but I got a question for you at the end. Go ahead. Okay. Um, and then, so yeah, I think people suspect that the Leviathan will be overrun with Wrathborns. How there will be Wrathborns still around? Don't know. Right. <laughs> Right, we killed the high celebrant. So, yeah. So you you did that mission, correct? Yes, I did the high celebrant. I I gave my opinion on it last week, but I want I want to know what your opinion is on that. Um, line. What's your impressions? I think that when it wasn't in its buggy state, it still felt like a mission that kind of felt rushed to me, at least. It felt like it should have been in a new area of the Dreaming City. I think that. Mm-hmm. Me personally, because the Dreaming City was always my favorite patrol area. Mm-hmm. Like, hands down, I love the Dreaming City. Yeah, it's beautiful. It's beautiful, um, man. 
I think that having it be in El Slunia was kind of a lazy choice to me. Um, um, okay. I understand that, like, oh, yeah, but it's Zivu Wrath, but that, that's Savasun-controlled territory. That doesn't make sense to me. Mm. So uh, me looking at it from a lore nerd perspective, I'm mm. like, why are you here? <laughs> what, what are you? Why are you here? What are you trying to do? I hear that's so funny. So, um, what are you doing here, bro? You're in the wrong zone. <laughs> like it would have been another thing if, like, oh, that's a crow got really annoying in the dialogue of that mission. Oh, like I wanted him to shut up, bro. Gonna... <laughs> bro, oh, I did this for you. No, you didn't. The game did it. Why don't you shut up? I don't. I don't care what. It would have the... been different if we had got like a. You know, do you remember how we started off Forsaken and Cade was like hanging out with us? Mm-hmm. I, it would have been one thing if we had like crow like protect or like hanging out with us like come on buddy let's go yeah come on, come on. dude come on how about this man I I, I kind of said the same thing last week do you remember when so we saw Zavala using a bubble like with yeah. us dude we were like heck yeah remember when Akora Nova bombed that ship um, yeah when Cade used his golden gun pa 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 like smack those. <laughs> Come on! We were like, even, look, even though we we were very familiar with these supers, very generic, that we know what they are. We were just excited that they were actually participating with us. Uh, yeah, same and, game, right? And we actually reaped the benefit of it too. Remember, like Zavala would actually pop orbs yeah, of protect light, protect us, yeah, protect us, and we would get orbs of light from him. Actually, you gotta be kidding! If me. we had Crow there, um, here's something to you know make some mind a jumble. What if uh, we had Crow use stasis for a fat minute? Oh, I like, like that. A, like a stasis comma shows up, and he's like, well, what's that? And we're like, oh, don't worry about that, buddy. Oh, don't, don't. Like, um, another thing that could have been real interesting to me is that if instead we move the High Celebrant mission okay. to the old place where for- or the end of the Forsaken campaign mm. was... Mm. I like that. So, and here, here's the big revelation. The crow finds out he stands exactly where we shot him two years ago. Word. Okay. Okay. Oh, okay. I'll go ahead now. And then we're like, hey, buddy. Like, after we just killed the high celebrant, we can be like, hey, buddy. I, I'm the reason you're like this. And he's like, whoa. Whoa. No, whoa, you're dropping bombs right now. That's a good. That's, I love that. Oh, Like, that would make the season arc wrapped up in a nice little bow. Mm. We can still have the spider, like, be like, okay, fine. Take Crow, get out of my face, and then, you know, you're back at the shore or whatever. Doesn't matter to me. Right. Um, And then just have Crow be like, okay, like, um, I'm I'm still gonna trust you, and you're gonna and your guardian is gonna be like, okay, you're stupid, but whatever, Let's go with it. <laughs> I shot you, bro. <laughs> or maybe um, a a better thing would uh give him the ace of spades, like hmm. um, mm, have, very symbolic. Yeah, like the gun that shot him, he uses. That's kind of that's like kind the of... gun, and then have him become the hunter vanguard. I think that. That's not what's going to happen. If I remember correctly, he's going to be the speaker, which that's, I don't like. But that's whatever. what I heard. Yeah, that's what I heard. 
I think it means more to his character arc for him to become the Hunter Vanguard. I think it makes his redemption come full, full circle. And then when, uh, you know, Stepsis Mara shows up and she's like, hey, buddy, you know, um, I love you. Come here, give me a kiss. And he's like, no, I got duties to do. Wait, did you say his sister? Yeah. <laughs> I said I'm... Stepsis Mara. Uh, oh, wow. You, wow, Noah. <laughs> Someone's been watching the memes, huh? <laughs> um, and then I think that would have made his um, arc in the season be better overall and just moving forward be like, okay, yeah, you know, he knows who he is. That way when he shows up to the tower, he doesn't have people trampling. He'll just be like, hey, guys, I know I killed Cade. You, you can stop now. Right. Bro, I'm still stuck on the fact that you caught Mara his stepsister. Uh-huh. <laughs> oh man, if you would have played that jingle, I would. <laughs> <laughs> I would have laughed. I ain't gonna lie. All right, but uh, no, I, 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 bro, Noah, those are fantastic. That's a fantastic idea. It's a good, good for story. It's very symbolic. It's meaningful. It makes a lot of sense. I mean, yeah, I agree. And I, I think you're right. I didn't think about it like that. It did feel rushed. I just couldn't really explain it. Um, like, I think what I liked about it, the only, I gave it like, I gave it a scoring system. I gave it a four out of 10. I gave it three points for the mechanic of him just like escaping. Like we're just chasing him. He basically goes through uh, like a pocket dimension or what do you call that? What is, what is that realm called? Ascendant the, realm. Ascendant realm. So basically like he goes into the ascendant realm and an exit out of the ascendant realm back into our reality as like an escape. I like that. It would have been cool if there was like a, like maybe a small little mechanic or maybe see him try to like see him create a portal to get out. Like I want to. Yeah. Like Oryx did. Dude, look, here's what I'm saying. Here's what I think they should have done. So like I said, I gave you a three. For, for just the chase mechanic, right? And how he was getting away. I thought that was cool, okay? I'm trying to be as objective as I can here. And then I gave it a one extra point just because it was a new activity, in a sense. Yeah. Okay, that's it. Now, the chase, now, like I said, if we take your idea and put him in another location, basically put him at where we killed Aldrin, okay? Mm-hmm. like make We it- can still keep the chase mechanic. That's yeah. another yeah. thing that I liked. It that's- felt... Yeah. I just thought of this. The entire season feels like um, Destiny's take on... Uh, did you ever play Monster Hunter? I know, but I was going to buy it, actually. Wait, go, give me some. It's on Game Pass. Um, but, so, Monster Hunter, um, if you've ever seen gameplay of it, it you basically hunt big monsters. It's, it's kind of simple. Yeah. So, you just, like, track them down, and then you kill them. And then, just as you were saying that, I'm like, huh. This season felt like a big old version of Monster Hunter World. Mm. So, um, another thing that fell off to me is how uh, he didn't have special death animation what whatsoever. He no. just died like any <laughs> other strike boss. <laughs> like, you couldn't even give him something cool. <laughs> like, you couldn't have him fall off the cliff or something. <laughs> I can't. Dude, I agree with you 100%, bro. That means a lot. Yeah, you're right. I, honestly, I think, like they said, they, if, even if we can, like, see him, like, just escaping in the Ascendant Realm and creating some kind of black hole portal to escape and watch him get out, I think that in itself will be cool, too. Like, all the little things. All I the guess, small details. All the yeah. small details I think we would really appreciate. And plus, he basically just looked like uh, uh, the the... 
the um what's it the arc what's that what's that priest called from um um the war priest war he, he basically yeah. was a war priest yeah. that's what he looked like and i'm like but you can't now do hear that. me out hit me with it what would have been different is if we didn't act, what if instead of him getting actually killed he just ran away like a little boy like he okay. left the system said nope i'm going back to mom like i'm telling on you guys knock it off okay you guys hurt me okay or you know what would have been a real loop is uh if he got taken mm. zava soon like steps in and she's like uh-uh, don't do that mm. and takes her little boy or takes her sister's you know little puppet and just like no stop that mm. But I mean, High Celebrant has to die because, like, that's the whole point of the mission. So I mean, you can still. still when is High really ever dead, though? That that's that's the real question. I got one word for you, Navoda. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, don't get me started. There you go, but for the listeners, <laughs> for the listeners' sake, Navota is basically uh, 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 what's the witch's name? Omnigol. Omnigol. It's just Omnigol. That's it. You know, from it doesn't make any sense, but yeah, go ahead. <laughs> I don't know Man. why they changed her name. Or yeah, I don't know. I think that the Hive Celebrant could have had something cooler to him. Yeah, I agree. Could have looked. Or better. maybe he could have had a taken axe. That would have been sweet. Well, like freaking uh, a la cool, the dark. Blue. Yeah, but like, like give him an old goopy axe. Mm. You know, maybe uh, give you like a. I don't know. Maybe a, the chase mechanic was cool. Mm, um, I'll bro. give you that. Bro. Although it felt like he shouldn't have teleported as many times in the actual mission. That was the annoying. Door, that was the annoying. door, that was my favorite part. Where, you know, you open the door and he's just staying there. <laughs> hey, what you doing? That was funny, Tim. Like, why did you teleport on the other side of the door for? <laughs> it would have nice if he like, would have, like, broke it. Like, instead of teleporting behind oh, the door. Yeah. Just, he, like, like, kicks the door down. Kicks it down, smashes it, and it shatters into a thousand pieces or something like that. Dude. Oh, or Another not- thing that felt disingenuous to me is if it was in the Dreaming City, what did it do to the Dreaming City? Like, what does mm. the High Celebrant's death mean to the Dreaming City? Because mm. for all intents and purposes, the, the Dreaming City is going to get sunset at the end of this year. Mm. I guarantee you the Zavis, that Zavathun is going to end the curse either in season 15. Uh, yeah. yeah, In season 15, we either kill Quiria, or which would actually be awesome for lore nerds to mm-hmm. go beat it. Because um, for those who don't know, Crota was uh, the whole reason why Queer even exists. Um, the person in charge of the Dreaming City is because a couple thousand years ago, little Crota um, accidentally opened up because Zavathun tricked them into doing this. Because you know, mm-hmm. um, he opened up a tear in Daddy Oryx's um, throne world, and the Vex got in. And uh, basically, the reason why um, Crota was on the moon was because uh Oryx was like, Hey son, get out, you're you're getting kicked out. You're you're gonna go live with you know, you're gonna go live on your own on the moon and he's like, Okay. That's why the shrine of Oryx was there, because he was still paying tribute to his dad. Mm-hmm. Um 
and Quira um, was then taken by Zavathun. Um, so we also know that Marasav, I don't know if you knew this, but Marasav is like a back. Um, and down in Zavala's office, you can hear voice recordings of Mara. Okay. So I didn't know said, that. Uh, yeah, I'm back. You know, I'm going to go uh, whoop some butt, you know. And oh, then, uh, I saw that on YouTube. No, you're right. I yeah. remember. Yeah. Okay. Hmm. So, Wait, so I, I got a question. So the, yeah. w- the witch that's kind of like running the Dreaming City curse, uh, um, that's uh, Zavathun's. Is that Zavathun's like daughter or is that like, because I remember like. The, oh, the, Dylan the... Carnu. Yeah, that's Zavathun's daughter. Okay. Now I, I did hear that maybe I think this was like a hunch or maybe like a, a, just a guess that the the Vex that invaded Oryx's throne world, you know, because uh, uh, <clears throat> because Crota got tricked by yeah. Zavathun, but you know, by tearing a hole in re- in their reality, so the Vex can come in. Uh, the 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 mind, the Vex mind that was there, I, th- right, yeah. I, I think they they definitely adopted some of the high philosophy there because when we go back uh, in Destiny One, when we fight the Black Heart. You find them like worshiping the, yeah. the the black heart, and and Vex don't worship anything. You know what I mean? That's more. Yeah. Of, that's more of a. Uh... That's the soul divisive, though. So okay. the Vex, um, the Vex have this little cult. Obviously, there's like the precursors. You know, you remember from yeah either Vault of Glass or Christmas. I guess we don't talk about that. <laughs> um, okay. There were the precursors, then the descendants, and then the Vex that we know. Well, the the Vex the in the Black Garden were like, hey, we're going to go be emo on Mars and, uh, you know, make this big old uh, tribute to the darkness. Mm-hmm. That's why um, after Shadowkeep, um, the whole reason why we end up doing the Garden of Salvation Raid is because of the uh, ball we get from the pyramid on Luna. Yeah. Um, it's like broadcasting a signal to the Black Garden. We're like, okay, well, like, hey, Vex, stop that. We're going to kill you all, and then we're going to take this ball back to Eris, and she's going to give us goodies. Right. Um, and then, so, yeah. Um, I'm still hesitant to see what they do. I'm assuming, did you guys touch on uh, the um, uh, root? repealing of the um, Dreaming City weapons. Yes. Oh my gosh. Yeah, so we always, I was upset with that. Yeah. It was either they stick to their guns or they, obviously they weren't going to be able to stick with it. Like, there was no, unless they can make enough guns to new guns, might I add. Not reissued. Yep. Not like, hey, yeah. I know this gun of yours just got sunset, but how about you go grind it again? Right. Give me a new gun. Like, um, the day that Felwinners lie get sunset is the day that the rest of humanity will be at peace, okay? <laughs> the day that gun dies, the day the shotgun meta dies, unless they... Are you sure, though? Because, I mean, there's lo- light level uh... doesn't matter in PvP. Unless you're doing trials or something. Unless you're doing trials or Iron Banner. Iron Banner. You think that's I mean, well? You think that's really like the problem then? Really? You think yeah, okay. I think that Fell Winners. I mean, there will always be a top tier shotgun, but Fell Winners, as soon as it's gone, 
it's definitely going to be felt. Um, okay. You're not going to be dying to too many shotguns. If you are, it's going to be like chaperone or. Okay. But look, hold on. You're going to see well, underdogs. Well, hold on. Before uh, we finish all this, uh, just keep talking about it. I'm going to. Uh... We're gonna we're gonna gonna move over to the second half of the podcast. We're we're okay. already in like forty minutes, but you guys, for the listeners, you're gonna hear a word from our sponsor, Anchor, and we'll be right back talking. Okay, uh, welcome back, Noah. Hi. Um. Uh, so back well, to what I was saying. Yeah, you were uh, talking. You were talking about um them sunsetting stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Um, I, uh, so four winners, obviously with that gone chaperone, okay. all these other shotguns will come to the forefront or, um, did you read uh, about the recoil, um, patterns that are being changed? Did you hear about that? Um, I, I probably, I, pro- I probably heard, no, no, actually you might as well just go for it. I didn't. Go ahead. Okay. Let me pull up the twab real quick. Okay. Fair enough. Um, I also, um, remember that, uh, Oh, actually, you know, um, I figured I'd just say this while you're looking on the TWAB. Um, I, like I said, man, I, I think it, it was a great idea. Um, you know, uh, I, I think I think it was a great idea on how the um, how we can handle the the high celebrant. Not is that is that who it is? The high celebrant. Yeah, I, yeah. I, I I really agree, and I like how I like your ideas on how we can uh, handle that mission. And on top of it, too, I know we kind of brought it up before, but I think having npcs that are just constantly a voice on on the comms and it's they were super like, annoying it is annoying and i it is because it, is, it doesn't make me it is it actually takes me out of the immersion of the game if actually, you had like uh like the the frames on uh europa are like one of my favorite additions to the game that's okay. another quality of life thing like on the on the moon like the robots Oh, yeah, robots yeah, yeah. with the guns. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like yeah. fighting alongside those makes you feel like you're actually like getting assistance from someone. Yeah, when there's like, like twenty not... of them. Yeah. <laughs> well, I was gonna okay. say. Okay. Oh, my fault. Go ahead. No, no. Go so, ahead. um, this is back to the sandbox. <laughs> um, I'm skip through most of it here. Let me just go up. Um, so they're adding uh essentially uh season pass challenges, which are removing. Weekly bounties, which you know I'm fine with. Uh, so those will be an entirely new tab next season. Um, <laughs> Bright dust is being changed again. <coughs> Big surprise. Sorry, came in. Um, it's okay. So, uh, so uh, bright dust weekly vendor bright dust fourteen. Oh, you'll get 14,000 total Bright Dust if completing all required weekly challenges over the course of Season 13. Um, back to the Sandbox. Every season, we have a collection of changes to the Destiny 2 Sandbox to spice things up a bit. This season, we're making some targeted changes to weapon archetypes that need some love, as well as beginning some preparations for crossplay. So another confirmation, we're doing this. Preparation coming for crossplay coming later this year we're making some changes to the weekly <laughs> stat currently several weapon archetypes have a record is around 40 dependent on archetype when using mouse and keyboard this results in an issue where mnk players can just entirely ignore the stability stat um, so the following weapon archetypes will have their mouse and keyboard recoil adjusted <laughs> closer to controller so 
auto rifle, their recoil patterns are getting adjusted. Scout rifle, that's another thing. Okay. Pulse rifle, <clears throat> SMG, <clears throat> hand cannon, and machine gun. Okay. Um, and then rocket launchers are getting a buff of 30%. Um, exotic rocket launchers have been adjusted individually. Fusion rifles are getting a buff. And then um, the nerfs are sniper rifles have increased ADS flinch when snipers... Two snipers when taking damage from other players, and swords are getting a nerf by 15%. You mean like damage, huh? Um, yeah, like sword damage is getting yeah. nerfed. Oh, this, this is what you're talking about. Okay. Some okay. exotics um, weapons lose their bust when you switch weapons. This is what you were talking about. Um, so Hawkmoon, when you swap it early on mm. instead of the final round, that's no longer going to happen. It's going to not remove all those stacks. And then mm, okay. Crimson Days was discontinued, <clears throat> which is, you know, whatever. Oh, okay. Um then just a couple uh a couple issues like uh spaces abilities can be difficult. Whatever. Um it was for uh yeah. So that it was a pretty uh big quote unquote okay. squad, but it's not anything <clears throat> that like is surprising. The only like, oh, okay, they're doing that as seasonal challenges, which okay. literally every other game has now. So, like, what's the point? Uh, I, uh, isn't that like the, the seasonal challenges? Isn't that like the 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 group, like the uh, community activities? Isn't that the same thing? Uh, no. So, seasonal challenges are going to be. Um, I I remember this system. Um, unfortunately, it's stolen from Fortnite. Um, so okay. basically, there will be ten challenges. Okay. So like they show us something. <coughs> so like, um, complete weekly playlist. Calibrate kinetic weapons. Defeat guardians in the mayhem playlist. Mm. Complete mm. gambit matches. Like it's just like bounties. Mm. Yeah. So like, they're just moving bounty. They're keeping the daily bounties. They're moving them into. But they're going to be like separated, so it's whatever. Yeah. Uh, <clears throat> okay. But, um, so you'll be able to do them whenever in a season and get oh. right test for it. So. Okay, um, I'll definitely look into that. Uh, no, that's that's cool. I mean, because I, I think uh, Test, I guess she has. I like her. I like her inventory for the most part. Test got some cool stuff in her inventory. Mm. But um, okay. No, I'll actually have to take a look at that. Uh, the twab. Because I only looked at the one before it, <clears throat> yeah. But I was, um, I happened to see that they were talking about um, making the seasonal content stick around a little bit longer to reduce yeah, yeah, yeah. the amount of uh, FOMO, like fear of missing out and stuff like that. Which and I, I thought that was something good. Course. Yeah, I think that's good because you know people have lives, people have jobs, or you know, well, I guess. How did you uh, feel about the gilded titles? Mm. The gilded titles? I don't, I don't think yeah. I read that. Oh. I so basically, um, I have Dredgen. Okay, I have like Dredgen okay. and Wayfair. Okay, which Wayfair can't be obtained anymore, unfortunately. Yeah. Um. So, for Dredgen, what can happen is each season there will be another set of things for me to do, which then will allow me to guild my title, and then I will have a gold icon instead of the purple <clears throat> one. 
Mm. It's it's just vanity, but hey, you get a different color. But at the end of the season, it will go away. So mm. the four uh, titles that will be affected by this are Flawless, Conquer, Unbroken, and Dredgen. Mm. So yeah, I the, think that's a good thing. Yeah. So I, I was going to say, like, um, uh, what are the uh, – well, I don't know. I mean, why, why do they have to go away? How can we just – just can't keep them. I don't understand. What's the point of taking them away for each season? Um, to provide, I think that each season the challenges will get swapped around. Oh, well, I guess that makes sense, but I don't know. Why can't we just keep the title, though? No, like, okay, you keep the actual, the original title. You just don't keep the gilded version of it. I got it, because it's gold. No, I, yeah. I get what you're saying. No, no, I, I understand what you're saying. Okay, I got you. Okay, I got you. Um, no, I mean, that's fine. That's vanity. That's fine. I'm just actually kind of curious, like, because uh, I already have a hard time as it is just getting the title. So getting these titles up to like I guess the gold status, uh, I kind of I'm kind of curious what you have to do to make that happen. You know, just curious how hard that's going to be. Yeah. Um, since, since it's vanity, it's probably going to be a little bit more hardcore. Yeah. <clears throat> um, I did happen to um, I did happen to see. Uh, oh, so back to like the what they're. Uh, uh, what seasonal content is going to be sticking around? I guess particularly with this season, to the season of the hunt, um, they said the story missions will be the, the the story missions will be able to be launched from a node in the directory. They said Wrathbore hunts will still be around a little bit longer. Adored quest will continue to be available. Uh, Crow's vendor screen on the Tangled Shore. Uh, that's okay. Uh, the Hawkman exotic quest and master activity, which I think is good. And the seasonal seal and warden title, which, you know, we were just talking about titles. They also said additional to that particular fact, they said seasonal seal must still be earned by the deadline on the Bungie Rewards page. Due to an issue uh, blocking the triumph, we will be adjusting the deadline. That's what they said. Mm. But, um, yeah, I'm cool with that. I think that's nice. Um, there's nothing wrong with it, extending it, you know, because people got stuff to do. Oh. Oh, and here's the interesting thing. Uh, if you keep going down to this, uh, shifting to keep more of of this content around after the season ended has created some weirdness for Season of the Hunt, um, which was initially designed using the old model, which no one was surprised by that. This is why the crow was still hanging around the spider's lair after being unceremoniously kicked out of the lair right. in the season. <laughs> right. In the season, you may see other anomalies involving Crow in season 13 as he will be moving to a new destination while also remaining on the Tangled Shore. Mm. So, again, still, which you know, everyone's like, Oh, we're going to the old tower. Ooh. Mm. Which yeah, I'm starting to believe less and less because I mean, what would be the point of like, I'm all for a new tower as long as you know. Though it, it will get rid of all the muscle memory I've had for four years of getting around the tower. <clears throat> Honestly, I don't really care either way. I just think it's, I mean, it's it's nice to get a new um, new scenery, but I guess it's not even considered new because if, if we're going back to the old tower, do yeah. you remember? Do you remember the farm? Yeah. No. <laughs> the only we... time I ever went to the farm was, uh, was when me and my buddies would do Outbreak Perfected, which is something that is sorely missed. Looking back on it, we took those missions so much for granted. Like yeah. Outbreak and Whisper. Yeah. Wonderful. Yeah, I think they're really good. I agree with you. It's just unfortunate that one, they 
uh, when their weapons come back, we're not going to get the weapons or the weapon quest language. Yeah, I I I think um, I agree. Like when it comes to exotics, I don't know. I I, I want the the quest to be fun and memorable. Yeah, you know what I mean. Just because you draw it out. I'm going to only remember it because it's so long. Yeah. Like, <laughs> you pick your poison. Do you want me to remember this because I wanted to, like, punch something? Or do you want me to remember this because I actually had fun doing it? All right. Yeah. There's just so many things. Like, I think, honestly, looking at it from an objective perspective, Bungie has so many activities in the game. And there's a lot of good things that they have going on that's overly that's overlooked, especially by me. Um but it's just how they're going about it. the quality of some of of some of it is just kind of it's just not good, in my opinion. Now, not all of it, but, or but I think for the most part, I think most people are are overlooking like the the good stuff because the because their focus is on the bad so much. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I'll say so. Part of that's actually really warranted. Um, but at the same time, I'm like, dude, take a break. Yeah, <laughs> like look at uh, you know Sweatsicle, who you mentioned earlier. He's been out for like a month and a half now. Like mm-hmm. after uh, Deep Sun Crypt came out, he's like, yeah, I'm done. Like mm-hmm. I'll come back when season thirteen comes out, but for now, I'm done. Yeah, I, there's I think... nothing to keep me hooked, nope. which is kind of what I was feeling for like a little while now. Um, I used to always do this thing where. I would play for the first month. Like, I did this every single... I've done this every single content drop. Okay. Forsaken. I play for the first month, and then go on a month hiatus, going in, like, in that month between the <laughs> first release. Like, mm-hmm. I'll go a month and a half, and then I'll take a month and a half break, and then season 13 arrives, or whatever the season afterwards um, is. Mm-hmm. And then I will play that for about two weeks and then I'll take another break and then I'll show up when it's springtime and I will play that spring season till I drop mm-hmm. and then the August or the summer season will come out I'm like okay that was cool which another thing uh, that I uh, really took for granted was season of arrivals um, I don't think you played it that much because no. that was when you no, were- wait. Actually, no, no, I, I think I did. It was, it was when they introduced the Umbral Engrams. Yeah, the Umbral Engrams. By the way, for those that are listening, they are bringing those back. Yeah. And the Umbral Engrams are basically uh, a pathway for you to get sp- specific loot, or it will kind of guide you to kind of what you want. It'll if you curb don't remember. the RNG. It, yeah, it will curb the RNG greatly, depending upon... Yeah, exactly. I agree. Yeah. Which so is an amazing thing. I think that's good, honestly. Look, it, it, and I, I, sorry to interrupt you one more time. The, the the big problem that I've noticed with this game is that the lack of loot. It's not that exciting. Like, I, honestly, I'd rather do. I, honestly, I, I could do mediocre mediocre content if I get more loot. Just not. A, I don't think there's a lot of loot in this season. Yeah, that's definitely something, and that uh, the sunsetting of all the loot doesn't make that much better. And then, you know, hey, got the nerve to bring some stuff back and tell us, hey, have fun with that activity. Yeah. (laughs) But go ahead, Mumpo. You were, you were, I interrupt you. I forgot what you were talking about. I'm sorry. Um, I was thinking about Season of Arrivals. Um, Season of Arrivals, content-wise, like, that was a lot of fun. Like, the story missions you could do each week. Yeah. Those were amazing. Like, I was always happy to be like, oh, Tuesday, let's go. Yeah. Yeah. That's something I miss about 
like the when the game is at its peak, you always are like, okay, I'm ready. It's Tuesday. I'm happy. Like when a school is a thing, or like school is actually in session, I was always like, oh, it's Tuesday. Yeah. I'm. I'm like, I. I'm happy. You know, I want to get home. You know, I'm ready. Like that's mm. something I really miss. Is like me too. Or maybe it's just because I'm getting older, but I don't know. It feels like there was this um uh wishy luck um who's like a really mm. well known like on Twitter for like guessing things and being like um he said something which I don't particularly disagree with nor agree with. I'm kind of neutral on it. He said that Destiny is a good game made by the wrong people. Yeah, I said that. I quoted him on that like a lot of times, actually. <laughs> I think that Luke Smith, um, from a game, like a game director standpoint, I don't think he has his priorities in the right place. Okay. I think that the team is being crushed by the weight of him, his wants of the game which i mean he's game director he can do whatever he wants it doesn't matter mm. like with when he said you know you know the team is thinking about cutting supers that made my blood boil How, cutting supers what like um this was a couple of months ago dude but, I um, dang what he said was in an interview he said that in order to move light-based subclasses into the stasis format some of the supers might have to, you know, get thrown under the cutting room floor. Something I will not stand for. Yeah. If I cannot use blade bur- like, that's another thing. It's so stupid. Like, okay, think of, like, titans. Okay. How many titans, you know, would jump at the idea? Like, if they could use, like, middle tree, like, I use, when I play titan i play sunbreaker that's just like my favorite class of titan like sunbreakers even in d1 they still make me still make uh me uh be scared for my own life okay like hearing a hammer pop in d1 you're running okay okay (laughs) um so imagine if you could do like take every ability you can have now and make it modular. Like, say, you wanted to play bottom, like the bottom tree super for Sunbreaker. Okay. But you wanted to use Molten Strike, or whatever it's called, like Hammer Strike. Yeah. Like the shoulder charge for yeah. um, Sunbreaker. Yeah, Imagine strike. how much fun you could have with bottom tree, but using that. Agreed. Like, it's defeating the point. If you're going to have them go to that subclass system... It makes so much more customization for the builds. Seriously. To keep the system we have now, yeah. I don't care if it takes two years. Like, if we get it in Lightfall, we get it in Lightfall. I'm fine with that. Right. As long as I can play on my Titan and have a subclass <clears throat> that I like using another <clears throat> ability that I like, I'm fine. Yeah, I agree. 100% man. Like Seriously. cutting supers is not the way to go. Dude, I agree. I, I, look, I would even say this. Nerfing things is not the way to go. Now, Either bring here. things up 
to meet them or like that's the only option to me is bring things up this is Dude, a game where we've yeah. killed gods the right. fact that like scout rifles cannot do anything is pathetic to me it's a it's a joke that's what i'm saying like i, I think man people like or that's unless unless something is completely broken you don't need to be nerfing anything yeah that's you what either I'm bring things up like you bring you bring things up or you maybe you adjust it to, to meet something else, but you're always, like, bringing something up. I don't know. Like, I agree with you, man. Like, we want to feel powerful. We want to feel powerful, and we want to have the options, but, like, it's hard to feel powerful when you limit what we can do. Yeah. And You know what I mean? And how... And I understand, like, I get that, the control of, like, how... You can control... That's fair to say you can control how powerful things are. That's that's fair. Okay. But that's but just I'm, a number. That's... That's, that's just a number. Exactly. I agree. It's just a number. So the fact that even if we're really powerful doing what, like... Because my favorite tree to use in a Sunbreaker is the top tree. Yeah. Okay? I like the shoulder... That's because I like the shoulder charge. Yeah. And then I also like the, the, the molten explosion. So, uh, you know, it's called Vulcan's Rage. Uh, so it, when I when I when I hammer, that's what that means. That basically means the hammer that you throw shatters into explosive molten embers on impact. Okay, which that's, that's is awesome. Which is awesome. Things. Yeah, which, which which is awesome. So like it's good for it's a little bit of crowd control when you toss that sucker in a crowd. Mm-hmm. But also there's times I, I like some of the perks on the Sunbreaker bottom tree. Right? Exactly. When it comes to the when it comes to the sun spots, because there's exotics that would. And like we're not even taking into account the exotics that complement oh, subclasses. Yeah. So like, man, and I I know I understand that you know we can pair our certain exotics with certain subclass skill trees, which I I agree I think is good. But the fact that you're limiting what we can choose, I'm like, what are you doing, man? Like that's with what, a I, game that has always prized itself on saying, hey, it's up to you guys play the way you want to play. <laughs> right, you're a liar. Like <laughs> Forsaken's entire campaign or like their ad campaign was, hey, you know the D the base D two, yeah, that's gone. You want to rock three shotguns? Go for it, buddy. Right, that's what I'm saying. I mean, that's not necessarily true. Like maybe like I think the only scenario that can work is if you rock like the uh, the the what's the Hawthorne's shotgun, yeah. another energy shotgun, and then the Leviathan. And that's not, it's not Leviathan, but it, the, the Legend of Acrius. Legend of Acrius shotgun. You I know still what I mean? never got. Oh man, <laughs> dude, we gotta get that for you, dude. We have to. Well, we gotta play more. We gotta play more often, though. Yeah, we should no. play. We should. Uh, we should play after this podcast. I'm actually on the game right now. Yeah. Uh, um. Uh. But no, I, I agree with you, man. Back to what you said about them nerfing or just even admitting or suggesting taking supers away that's unacceptable it's that you're just going to enrage like stop taking things away stop because like it's like that's the frustrating part for me is that i feel like they're not learning anything yeah for it's like we're listening don't worry guys we're listening and i would say like, I agree with you. I think it's definitely, and I've always said this, it's definitely an internal problem, maybe specifically towards leadership or management. And yeah. I'm like, well, look, how about y'all get on the same page here, okay? Sit down Brent- for, like, six hours, say, all right, everyone Dude. here? Okay, good. We're going to talk about where we're going and if we're accepting any ideas. Like, just fire them at me. Like, that's what I, I honestly don't know what's going on. No one knows what's going on in Bungie Studios. I'm sure 
it was a miracle that Beyond Light was even completed during COVID. Like right. credit where credit is due. The amount of content that we got, which wasn't a lot, but the fact that it was that amount of or like content at all was yeah. nothing short of a miracle. Like right. credit, like I just said, credit where credit's due. Like right. they were working in conditions that they had never experienced before. Yeah, sure. Some of them worked at home and they right. weren't working with their full school skill sets. You remember the Vidoc where well, one of the sound designers used a breast pump? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, come on now. We're, That's like, really cool. Where's that creativity in game? Right. Like, I, I agree with you. I agree. Um, yeah. Or better yet, with new um, aspects and fragments for light-based subclasses. Maybe, like, uh, for Sunbreakers, you could have, like, dual hammers. Oh my I don't gosh. know. Yeah, like, that'd be good. cool. Oh, yeah. Like, give an exotic that has a built-in, like, give me more options to play the game where I feel like I actually have killed gods. Dude, I think they should. Look, I, on, 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 I don't know why. Like, so, you know, the... Uh, the throwing hammer from the middle yeah. class skill tree for the sunbreaker. Well, what's stopping them from what's stopping them from uh, having the tanks retracted like Thor? Oh yeah, you know what I mean. Like I don't think I don't think Marvel owns the rights to like a character doing something similar to a superhero. I don't yeah. think so. Like because they have they have Captain America with the Sentinel shield. That's true. Okay. So I mean, like, dude, think about it. Just like I like the fact that we could toss a hammer. Like, boom! It's funny. It's cool. But it'd be nice if we can. Get it right back. You know what I mean? Yeah. And you, someone, someone can argue and say that's OP. Look, honestly, I don't care. Okay. Like <laughs> Icefall Mantle, which is a tiny exotic. Like that gives you an overshield, but you walk like a turtle. Like maybe. Um, yeah. <laughs> Yo, dude. <laughs> I've seen that. Yeah. Like if you're going to do that, like if people are going to complain about it, say, okay, you can throw it, but you have to wait like another minute in order to throw it again. Like it's provide. It's always the concept of risk and reward. Mm -hmm. That's what exotics should be based upon Mm -hmm. making your character feel another thing. If they're getting rid of supers, what are they going to do with countless of exotics that enhance those supers? <laughs> right. So we like go get rid of those. <laughs> or are you going to dig yourself into a deeper hole by having to rework all of them when you can just like not not do that? Not do that exactly. <laughs> like you can entirely rem- <clears throat> save yourself hours of work time and wanting to pull your hair out by just saying, "Yeah, we're not going to do that." I- I was going to say, man, dude, honestly, like like you said before, they need to sit down and discuss the ideas and like fire away. More importantly, how about you go back and actually pay attention to what to what the community is asking for, what's been successful, what they've liked, what's been working? Because I feel like, like I said before, you know, they're not I don't feel they're really learning anything because there's a ton of things. I'm sure I can like if I, I can take see the them time pulling up Rick Cax's Twitter on a big TV like, OK. We're going to just look at this. Well, dude, I mean, you think about it, like most of these content creators are probably providing a lot of good points. And, you know, they're kind of like the mouthpiece for the community. Um, Even if you don't agree with everything they're saying, I mean, they are representatives. They stand for us. Right. Because because they're they're They have that. They they, the majority, the majority, the platform and the majority of the people actually support them. So they got the attention of the devs faster than I could. You know what I mean? So, 
I mean, like, if anything, I feel like they're not even paying attention to those guys as oh, often. Yeah. I, could, I could be wrong here. I don't know what everyone's asking for. I'm, I'm open to be, like, incorrect, but I feel like, man, like, why aren't you, like, paying attention to what we're asking for? Or, like, how about you just go back to what was working and what we enjoyed? What and, I like, really want to see is a Vidoc of Bungie just saying, hey, like, I want them to sit down and talk to us as a community and say, listen, or do this on live stream and say, hey, we want your feedback and we want it, like, genuinely. Yeah. Like, genuinely have them set up a Twitch chat and say, hey, we need ideas. Like, if they're going to be brutally honest, say, yeah. hey, yeah. we need ideas, we need feedback, what do we need to do to make you guys, like, feel welcomed yeah because at the end of the day destiny is a social game yep it is unbearable solo it's, it's just the reality of it is like I agree. solo raids and solo nightfalls or whatever you know if you're a good enough player do that but destiny at its core has always been a social game yeah and like they need to like build upon that, like I, I, I agree. I, I think, like you said, I think that'd be really good. I'm not. We don't need no Vidoc explaining to you and hyping us up because you do that already. Yeah, even, they even if, they already lie to us that way. They're, so. they're good at that. That's what I'm saying. I'm not. I'm giving them a compliment. Like they're they're good at hyping us up, hyping the community up. You know, like because we genuinely and that that excitement comes from us wanting the game to be good. You know what I'm saying? If you really think about it, if we don't really care about the game, then you can't excite us. It doesn't matter what you say because we don't care. But we yeah. actually care about the game. That's why we get excited when you bring something up. You know, like, oh, okay, so what'd you get? So what'd you do? Oh, it, no, I, I, you could, whatever. Like, I'm not saying stop doing Vidox, but let Twitch, Twitch streams or like some kind of some kind of some kind of platform we can actually they can receive our feedback live from now of course they're gonna have to filter out people insulting them and you know sending death threats like that's just weird oh yeah no that's uh, out of character yeah, for that, anyone. yeah that's definitely if I you're sending death threats to devs i don't i don't want any part of it well right that's what i'm saying it's, it's all we, we besides the behavior that's unacceptable um but receiving live feedback though will be very helpful and, like, that's something that you should really take seriously. Like, even if we have to repeat ourselves as a community, like, like take as that. As long as the point gets across, look, as long as the, you know, we win. Right. And I was going to say, look, we all win. That's what I'm saying. Because we want your game to be good. So you could, guess what? Make a profit and make what? Better content. You yeah. know what I mean? So everyone wins. Better content wins. More money. More money means better content. Right. It's, it's a cyclical loop. Okay? And I, I think... um. Like I said, I, I and what not only not only should not only should there be a like like I said a live platform where they can receive our feedback like uh, uh, in, in live time in real time, but more importantly, we want them to repeat that back to us to show yeah. us that we're listening. Write it down, like show us, like repeat it back to us. Say, hey, okay, so this is what you want. We, we, we talked about this. Talk about that. We talk about grenades. We talk, like every little thing. It doesn't have to be. It could be from broad to specific things. We want to be heard, okay? But I'm not saying do do everything we say, Bungie. We're saying we want to discuss ideas. We feel like we feel like we're left out of the conversation. We feel like yeah. we're just like being told that we're being heard. It's like we're like a little little child. It feels, yeah, like it. You, we feel like the 
kids while mommy and daddy are having a fight. Right. Yeah, we'll get we'll, we'll, we hear you, baby. We hear you, baby. Anyway, back we'll, to what I was we'll, saying. We'll get you a snack in a minute. <laughs> Don't worry. Yeah, we I heard you. Anyway, but why'd you cheat on me? I'm just playing with you. But yeah. <laughs> but man, seriously, I, like I think that's a great idea, Noah. Like today you you know, you provided a lot of ideas that I didn't even think of, or maybe, I, I don't know. It's just like, for example, even the high celebrate mission idea, like all I did was, I mean, I did provide some like, like last week, I did talk about what I wanted different and like, you know, why I didn't like it this way, why I gave it the score that I gave it, but you, you took it to another level on the story wise, mission wise, like it, it, that, like you'll be like the immersion will be there, man. Just imagine just that alone. You know what I mean? Going through the mission, he looks different. He behaves different. We actually visually see him doing stuff. Not only is Aldrin like a voice on the radio, but he actually will be someone with us assisting us. And we actually can see that and we reap the benefits of it. And like all these things. And then it goes back to symbolism and like, hey, we go, we actually chase down the celebrant back to the place where we originally killed Aldrin. The irony is. Aldrin is actually helping us now, but yet he doesn't even know we're the very reason he became a guardian in the first place. Or, you know, a better reason for the high celebrant to even be looking there is maybe he's trying to find the corpse of the meatball. I don't know. Maybe like to revive it. Who knows? Suck up the yeah, juice. Like something. I don't know. Give, like maybe the and that would be a really cool thing, is maybe you could like maybe you could see a little blood splat on the wall. Ooh. And that's how, like, that starts. It's like Aldrin's, like, looking at this, and he's, like, he feels like he's been there before. Right, like, right, 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 right. Oh, even look. Like, he could see a blood splat on the wall, and he would just feel, like, this overwhelming sense of deja vu. Like, I've been here before. Yeah, why does my head hurt? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, huh, I got The back of my head feels a little drafty. Yeah, bro, I got a headache, bro. What the? Every time I come here, do, and look, imagine the mechanic. We, we didn't even talk about the mechanics yet, about the boss fight. If the meatball, what if the meatball gets revived? And now the meatball, why am I saying it like that? But if the meatball gets revived and it's now part of the fight, you know how servitors are annoying as heck and they block? Yeah. Hello! Okay, I know that's very similar. I, I get that. But hey, how about you add something else to that along with that immunity bullcrap, okay? Maybe we need to do, like, something to take away the the freaking immunity or maybe we could still Or do have Aldrin do something. Right. Podcast over. Like, we're done. <laughs> Bro, are you serious? Like, this is exciting stuff. Like, this is exciting stuff. Like, this is what I enjoy. This is why I play Destiny. Like, this reason alone, Noah. Like, this stuff excites me, man. Like, I want to get back to that time where we, like, discuss ideas and we get excited. But more importantly than that, I want to see these ideas being heard and implemented in the game. And that's why I I stood, I got out my chair. Oh, my goodness. Like, I'm preaching. (laughs) Oh, my goodness. All right, but... Yeah, man, like, no, these, this is awesome. Like, seriously, like, this is why I enjoy these kind of conversations. This is why I didn't want to just, like, be, like, butthurt about the game. But, like, more importantly, like, I, even when I did provide ideas, Noah, when, when yeah. like, just sometimes when, when, when th- this is why, like, when I, when I provide ideas and how we can make stuff new, you know I get excited, right? Like, I'm going to yeah. get excited right now. Like when I, when I remember when I talked about uh, how we can pursue Zebu Wrath and yeah. how that dude, just imagine you don't. I don't. I don't care. He doesn't. Have, this this dude. He don't. He doesn't have to be in the raid to in order for it yeah. to be special. 
You know what I mean? He doesn't have to be, but if it is, that let that be the cherry on top, or let Oryx be the golden standard of how we like. Come on, you got to figure it out. And I, yeah. and I guess my whole point is that the reason why I enjoy discussing ideas is because other people can get excited too, and they may have an idea that that could be circulated. Right? I had no yeah. idea you had that in your head, Noah. And like when we talked, about, like seriously, if we didn't talk about you know the the high celebrate mission, I probably would have never done this. But like. Yeah. This is why, like I said, that's my point. I, I want to be around other people that are willing to give this game a chance and to want to make it better. But if you constantly just complain about the game and talk, because that's where I was at one point, I'm not ever going to lie. But if you're constantly complaining about the game and just looking at it through the lens of negativity, I'm not saying don't critique the game. You only critique it because you care about it, especially yeah. if you actually provide some you have to care about something right. to actually want it to be better. right bro a matter of fact if you if you it's it's proof that you care about it by the fact that you're getting upset with the game and the developer exactly like because if you know if you think about it if you truly don't care about something it doesn't bother you, you wouldn't be talking about you want to talk about it you wouldn't really you it wouldn't bother you you wouldn't be moved emotionally you wouldn't tweet about seriously i recommend this is for everyone like i know i'm getting super excited here but like for everyone like if everyone that's kind of tired Take a step back. That's what I did. Take a step back. Take a break from it. Play another game. But honestly, look at it through another lens. Really appreciate what Bungie's doing. But at the same time, though, we should hold them accountable, provide ideas, talk with other people. And then this person talks, like, form groups, something. Like, you may be saying, I don't have any friends. Join the Discord. Like, get something, <laughs> man. Because, like, how do you think the devs know about it now? Because, what, people got together, talked about it, played it. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I, I encourage everyone to do it, man. Like, I'm so excited. Like, even though, even if we may never get what we just talked about, but the fact that the what would get me more excited. It was even talked about to begin. The fact that that excites me, but even more, if Bungie gets it together, okay? Because we're we're it's, it's we're on both sides. The community needs to chill and, and stop yeah. going crazy <laughs> with the game. And because honestly, every time I think of the Destiny community, I think of one word. It's petty. Okay. Yeah. It, like seriously, and then and then on the other side, the developers, I feel like they're they're not prioritizing the right things, um, or not consistently prior prioritizing the right things. It's it's an emotional roller coaster with these guys. So I want to. We need to get together, and I think honestly, a good first step, like you said, Noah, would start another live stream. And I think the reason why people are like worried about that because of the barrage of hate comments. Filter that out. Like, so what? So, there's going to be, like, what do you consider hate comments anyway? And if, if it's not productive to the conversation, then boot it and scoot it, okay? Even if it's a, <laughs> even if it's a, even if it's a positive one, like, hey, I love your game. Thank you very much. But we're here to have, like, you can still, you can say thank you, whatever. Like, that's fine. You can have positive feedback. That's good. But when it comes to having an actual constructive like discussion, yeah, you need to, well, let's, let's talk ideas. Let's talk about what we like. Will that still work? How would that work? I mean, just, oh, this is why I'm super excited about ne next week, Noah. Man, oh my gosh. Yeah. So, like, seriously, I would say next week we're going we're gonna to talk about the good things about Destiny 2, what will you really appreciate, what could work, and honestly, the ideas are going to be coming down, baby. But, uh, okay. yeah, I I'm excited about that. So, uh, it, Noah, did you want to say anything else? No. Okay, awesome. Uh, yeah, look, for the guys that are listening, I hopefully you guys enjoyed this episode, okay? I want to bring the passion back to where it used to matter of fact we don't have to bring it back to where it used to be how about we create a new passion okay how about we just get more excited about the game and it's in its future it's hard it's bleak based off of how we're viewing it 
but we can change that. So I know I'm being kind of corny right now, but I look, I really, uh, I really want this game to be good. I really want us to yeah. get excited about the game again. And it all starts with changing your perspective, getting into a positive mindset, getting creative, talking with others. It's, it's a, just network. Just spread the news, man. Talk to someone, tweet people. You know what I mean? Yeah. Seriously, like uh, the, the, the developers won't know unless we tell them. Unless you make a ruckus. That's what I'm saying. Like they don't, they aren't going to know nothing if nothing's being said. And even if they hear it, you know what I mean? At least they hear it. You know what I mean? I know that, I, I yeah. know that's happening now, actually, I think. But um, yeah, yeah. So, look, guys, I appreciate you tuning in to another episode of The Last Hub Radio, okay? Uh, we will be back next week, and hopefully we will see you guys there. Take care. Bye-bye.